had to be honest with you, man. I'm even shaking right now being on this show. I'm a big time introvert. How you address it is you face it. You face it every day. You face it every single day of your life where you say, okay, like if you're fat, you need to lose weight. It's patience. It's patience in this fact of accepting who you are right now. I'm fat. I don't like myself. Accepting the fact that if you lose three or four pounds, that's a huge accomplishment. You have to live in your own world. You cannot judge yourself. That's why social media and all these things are horrible. You can't judge yourself off of the so-called competition that we have made up in our mind. The things that how people look, how people act, how smart someone is. This is a race that you run completely alone. And you're all by yourself. I had tons of sticky notes all over my mirror. It wasn't like be better than John or be as fast as whoever. Okay, David, yesterday you did this. Today, our next goal for the week is this. So I had a year goal, weekly goals, daily goals, hourly goals, and the big goal was I lied a lot growing up. I wanted to be accepted. One goal was let's go one day without lying. You look to your left, you look to your right, and you start to judge yourself off other people. Like, if you're a female, really, well, she's skinny and she doesn't work out as hard as I do. And everything starts to corrupt your mind. You start to look around too much at other people and what they're doing. And that starts to corrupt your own dialogue. We are judging ourselves against too many fucking people. You have to judge yourself against yourself. And that's the one thing I started learning, man. This isn't a race against me and Rich Roll. This is a race against David Goggins and David Goggins alone. And once you can silence all that bullshit, all the outside interference and things that are attracting your mind to everything, you can then start to grow and realizing I'm stressed out for no reason. This is my own little race. This is my own timeline. And this is how I'm going to run it. I've done a, a lot of public speaking, a lot of public speaking, yes. And something you enjoy doing? I don't enjoy doing it. No, no I, I don't enjoy doing interviews and people go, well, well why do you do it? Um, one big reason why I can't stand it, public speaking, being on camera, I used to stutter real bad growing up. Even me right now to talk to you, I'm in the car for an hour getting pumped up because I'm, I'm a shy, introverted, leave me alone type of guy. Like, I'm still that motherfucker who is six years old, you know, at a play who can't say his line because I know I'm going to stutter in front of five people. So I walk off the stage. That's still me. So every day I'm fighting that dude. So people think, oh my God, man, you're on a podcast. You look so crazy, so evil. No, I'm trying to be locked into Joe. So my mind isn't very off saying, let's run out the damn door because people <laughs> are watching me on the fucking podcast. I want to open this damn door and get the hell out of here, man. So that's the real me. So I'm not sadistic, man. I'm focused on what I have to do to stay locked into the game of life. It's funny that you're sitting here saying that like things like public speaking you find hard when mm -hmm. you've done all the crazy, insane stuff that you've done. Because I do them alone. I do them alone. You know, like I, I pick these hard things that most people think you can't finish anyway. You go out there, you grind, you're alone, you're in your own head. I work best alone. I work best alone. So those are easier. Mm. You know, I uh, figured out a way to kind of challenge uh, your mind channel it and challenge it at the same time and I figured out a way to kind of just become have an indestructible toolbox mm. in your mind so those are easier and how are you finding now you're very public right you'd say famous 
Uh, you come to London, which isn't where you live, and you get recognised everywhere. You're speaking in front of 500 people. How are you finding that phase of challenging your mind and your life? It sucks. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Because, uh, but for some reason, I have a gift. I have a gift. It's not a gift of gab. It's just a gift to say, look, man, I'm vulnerable. I'm very, very human. I'm not God's gift. I'm not Superman. I'm not Batman. I'm not even Robin. But I did figure out some things along my journey. So if I kept myself introverted and closed in, no one would ever, you know, realize, man, that that big, hard, tough guy over there, man, you know, he's just some superhuman, and they put a title on me. This way, I have to break myself down, let people know that anyone can be who they want to be. Mm. Always stay the fucking course. You man the fuck up every fucking day of your life because you know exactly what it is to not man up. If you were to write a book right now in your life and you were on your deathbed and you had to give that book to someone to read, would you change their life? I wanted people to find inspiration through a person that I didn't have some Lance Armstrong VO2 max. I didn't have some, some great parents that, you know, I had some amazing brain. You know, I wasn't physically gifted. I'm not the healthiest person in the world. I'm nothing. But I turn nothing into something. So that's, that's what you gotta understand. You don't have to be some special creature and come from some special people and have a special school. You have to have a special brain. And people always talk about the pull-up record. I have these humongous calluses on my hand from doing all these pull-ups. I did 67,000 pull-ups in preparation to break the record. It took me three attempts to break the record. The first time of the day show, I'm, I failed miserably in front of millions of people. I didn't care. I'd already, you know, I failed so many times in my life, but you, you know, you, you, you fail a lot when you set your goals so high, and I understand that. So I calloused my hands to protect my hands against a pull-up bar. What I did through my life was I calloused my brain by doing things that I did not want to do. And that's how you build mental toughness. Everybody wants to know the trick very easily. Do things you don't like to do. It's about it. If you don't want to run, I hate running. I'd rather eat a big old piece of pizza than watch the football game. So I decided to run 205 miles. And how I became mentally tough was having that same mindset every day of my life by doing something that sucks every day and pushing myself to that limit. I did realize one thing. The things I don't enjoy, that I still do, that's where growth is at. Mm. And that's, for me, the only place growth is at is in that very uncomfortable zone. Yeah. So I have to visit it every single day. But you have to be David Goggins and say, man, I'm afraid of this, I'm up here, life made me this way here, I stutter, I, I have these issues with, with, with uh, reading and writing, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm fat and I'm insecure. You have to face that in that dark room. In that dark room is who you are. But in that dark room is where you have to create another human being that walks out of that dark room to face who you are. That's the only way you're gonna get over all those things. You have to create someone else. But you have to find strength. And that visualization of almost me cracking out Goggins, like almost like that Superman cape, like, like, like I'm coming out a different person, a person that doesn't give a f about anything. 
who doesn't care about being judged, who knows I'm weak, who knows I'm afraid, who says, whatever you think about me, take it, whatever, I'm here. That's God's.